the fissures of inequality are jarring during the COVID-19 era. The digital divide falls well within that mix. Some will have ample bandwidth to be connected and others won't. And those of us who belong to the creative economy, internet connection gives oxygen to what we do. Next to that connection, we have to be nimble and forage for low-cost resources to tell our stories during this time. A time when physical travel is restricted, meaning zero art biennials, zero music festivals, zero, zero, in the physical sense at least. Enter a person such as Widad Kadurai, an Algerian-American writer, art curator and digital maven who is passionate about bridging the digital storytelling divide. Her MO revolves around one word, access. On this episode, I check in on Widad in Melbourne, where she herself has been physically grounded, as well as touch on the Algerian plight during COVID-19. I am Kahiso Mnisi, and this is Checking In. At the time of cooking up this podcast, the Algerian government had extended containment measures to curb the spread of coronavirus, the exception being to authorize the reopening of some businesses during Ramadan. Among the hardest hit by the COVID-19 situation are school-going children, most especially those without online access to resources. This is one of the concerns top of Widet Kadurai's mind. Widet is an art curator of Algerian descent who most of the time operates from Washington, D.C., and she is currently in Melbourne. I'm in Melbourne at the moment, but I have my media family in DC and then all my the rest of my family is all in Algeria. It's been interesting getting news and getting like feedback and stuff from people who are there. My mother, I was talking to my mom this morning and she just was in shock. Accessibility is a really big deal right now because in Algeria, of course, they shut down schools, you know, with like lockdowns and stuff, but it's kind of like pushed back the country by so many decades. People don't have access, you know, through computers. So it's not like in the West where like they kind of like automatically started going online but they're like doing link through like tv channels like you know like back in the day yeah so like people would like tune into a particular channel for like whatever grade it is um and kind of like get their schooling through there because not everyone has access to a computer not everyone access to like high-speed internet not all the teachers can like you know check up on the students in the same capacity that the west is kind of for me it, again it goes back to like the ideas of like who has access like who in the world can kind of like move along and recover quicker it, it just really really illustrates it. I mean, this is just one example out of numerous ones about how quickly it is to kind of fall behind. People have traditionally lived together in numbers in Algeria. Grandma, her kids, and their kids exist under one roof. This in mind, social distancing proved to be a challenge since the spread of corona began. You'll have like, you know, the grandparents living with the parents who are also living with the children all in one place. It tends to be like a smaller apartment unit. And what social distancing and also like the mental, I guess, strain, like the anxiety around being in a small, you know, one bedroom, two bedroom place with like nine other people. That's a lot of human beings. Widet is without doubt a digital activist. More so, she wants to enable access to the work of creatives who might not have the same shine as their established counterparts with better resources. Her work in that space predates COVID-19. The zeitgeist of a digital-first creative output is something that she has both philosophical and practical ideas on. 
And I've always kind of pushed the opening up access to like a broader and more inclusive audience via digital platform. So like I do believe in it. I mean, of course, there's you know these all these issues about who has access and like you know digital accessibility and stuff. But I do think like one of like the great ways forward is to kind of like have like a more digital presence for for people. But in terms of like right now, it's changed everything. It's changed like my perspective on a lot of things. Um, I am I'm attempting to kind of collect what I saw lacking specifically like in North Africa and the Middle East is like a lacking of resources around like creatives and uh, institutions. And so like one of the first things that I did was start like this whole new platform called uh, firstupplatform.com. And essentially what I'm trying to do is collect like links or collect like digital exhibitions or experiences, digital resources essentially, because there's nothing out there. Like if you follow anything from the West, they were so quick to respond um, and so quick to create new opportunities. But I think that the same awareness is not there or I, I don't know it's really frustrating to me because there's still stuff happening I mean we still have creatives we still have people who are like trying to write or to like collect and do exhibitions and stuff an article written by Siddhartha Mehta in the New York Times reads as such the coronavirus crisis has thrown into question the post-pandemic future of contemporary art of an estimated 43 exhibitions in 2020 some 20 have been postponed so far a quote from the same article by co-artistic director of the Gwangju Biennale in South Korea, Devne Ayers, reads, The Biennale is a testing ground, but the testing ground is itself being tested. People, like, I have friends who, you know, they lost everything because, like, there was, like, the big Art Dubai art fair that was in March that was cancelled and people had been spending, you know, like, their entire previous year creating stuff. And they're like, yeah, once, you know, once the world goes back to normal, quote-unquote, I'm going to, like, you know, have this exhibition. And it's just like, I don't know if the world's going to be back to normal like that. And people are freaking out and, like, trying to understand, like, how they can continue to be relevant, how they can have some kind of, like, revenue stream, how do people keep on creating, who gets paid, who again has like access to whatever is going to be created like this new content that's like made for like a more digital first uh, focus but I'm finding it across the board that the conversation around accessibility and diverse audience engagement is really falling whether that means like you know people who don't have maybe like necessarily enough data to create or people who don't have like um, a computer they do everything on a phone because at home they don't have like a monitor uh, but that's really missing I think from the from the conversation at the moment as the artist-audience dynamic gets turned on its head in these times, what can we deduce from looking at the crystal ball? What does the writer, the graphic designer, or even the graffiti artist have to start thinking about? What is our new? I know for a fact it's not going to look like how it was. I think that it's going to be very much like a digital first world in the future with on-site and off-site engagement. And so like whether that means like, you know, artists have to have space and artists have to kind of like create exhibitions that are going to be accessible for online spaces as well as for on-site spaces at something. When you write about something as a writer, um, how do you engage people? How do you describe something differently? It's very different interviewing a person like face-to-face -face versus... Versus on a computer screen or even a text app. It's just a different vibe, like it's like a different exchange. Um, I think people have to get used to that different exchange and acknowledge that it's not the same. And in making a new space for a new form of like communication, like new form of plat like new forms of platforms, um, new forms of kind of like interacting and um, experiencing each other, I think that it could be more meaningful for that new reality that we're going to be having to deal with.
all over the world, we are currently grappling with what is next. Am I equipped for this next? How do we move into the future and still hold on to what we loved about the past? One thing is for sure, the new economy is online. The new economy is digital. The new economy requires resourcefulness. But more to the point, the new economy has to accommodate everyone. Without focusing on creed, race, sexual orientation, or even the size of a bank balance. I am Kafiso Mnisi, and this has been Checking In. On the next episode of Checking In, I spend the 25th hour in the Bronx, New York, with one known as Philip Bell. So the Bronx is traditionally and continues to be like a working class uh, part of New York City. A lot of people who are really the, you know, the engine of the economy, who work in all a lot of the sectors that have kind of shut down recently during this COVID crisis. 